Hello, my love. Welcome to the lounge. Welcome to the virtual lounge of the Single Women's Society. I am your dating coach and host, Kat Cantrell. And I have, this isn't necessarily like advice about dating today. I have something special that I want to share with you that I've, I've shared before. I've shared last, I remember sharing this, uh, to my Facebook community a year ago, but I thought I would go into greater detail about this exercise that I practice, that I encourage all my clients to practice. And I'm going to share it with all of you as a little gift for you today of how we can really help set the tone and reboot our mindset moving into the next new year. Now I, I, I want, this is kind of delicate because this isn't new year's resolutions. That's not what we're talking about today. In fact, sometimes I believe that new year's resolutions are a way for you to basically make a list of self-sabotage. And so that's not what this is. So don't, don't tap out quite yet, but I want to share with you this important revelation I had in my life when I was single and I was living in a really cruddy trailer, um, had a job that I could not stand. I was unhappy. I was wanting a relationship. I was raising my kids on my own and this was something that I started in my own life then, and it helped me get to where I'm at today. And so I wanted to share this with you because I do think that this exercise is powerful. And I, I believe that if you can start doing this for yourself every year, then ultimately it will lead you to finding true love because Every coach will tell you this, every dating coach, every relationship coach will tell you when it comes to finding love, that you have to have love for yourself first. You don't have to completely love everything about yourself, but love yourself enough in order to see love and to be able to welcome it in. And when we can't even see our own love and see our own goodness that we can offer the world. It can be a struggle to be able to find someone who can honor and love that about us. So I, I wanted to, this is, I want to take this episode and I want to talk to you. I want I want you to do this little exercise with me today. So before we go into all of that, I invite you, come on in, come on in, grab your drink of choice, come and take a seat, come sit down next to me, the beautiful gorgeous Christmas tree. And I think if the, like single women's society, if we had like a real lounge with like a bartender that I would have one of those gigantic, huge Christmas trees, like those live Christmas trees that like smell really good where like you walk in and you can smell. Yeah. That's what I would want. Okay. Sorry. I get off on a tangent. So just imagine we're all, we're all sitting together and we're like, we got the fireplace going. Okay. Yeah. Am I setting the mood? <laughs> Good. Okay. Um, before I go into all of that, 
I want to just remind you, there's a lot of transition and changes that are coming 2022. And I want to make sure that you're the first to know. I did email my email list yesterday. I have a very special offer. So you want, and I send it to them first. And I wanted to make sure that you're on the email list. So you want to make sure and to go to singlewomensociety.com and up at the top, you want to make sure and click start here. And you want to join our email list because there is, there's a lot of transition and changes that are coming in 2022. And I want to make sure that you are completely in the know. So make sure and come and subscribe and be a part of it over there. Okay. I want you, if you need to, you need to stop this episode. You can put it on pause. I want you to put like, put things on pause. I want you to grab something to write with or your iPad or something, because I want you to take notes on today's episode. So I I encourage you to listen to this when you have some time, because that's really what I want to help you with today is to help you give yourself. If you listen to last week's episode, I talked to you about making sure that you're giving yourself time and space. And that's what we're going to do today is giving you time and space. So I'm not going to give you, this isn't necessarily dating advice. This is going to be love advice for you, my love, for you and you alone. So I invite you to grab something to write with, grab your favorite drink, and let's sit down and have a little bit of a conversation. So this exercise is something that I still do to this day. It's something that I encourage all women to do. And it's not a new year's resolution list. It's a different type of list to offer a different perspective because when we are in a mindset of not feeling or not feeling ourselves and not like understanding what we're capable of and where, where our futures are going and really where we're headed, then it can be really difficult to be able to see those things in our lives because we don't feel like we're deserving of them. We don't feel like that we, that that type of thing should be something that, um, that we, uh, include into our lives. Right. So when I, I was living in the trailer and I remember it was Chris, it was new year's of 2009 and my divorce was over earlier that year. And I remember sitting on the couch and this was the, this couch that I was sitting on was the only piece of furniture that I got from my divorce because basically my ex-husband kicked us out, kicked out me and my two kids and the trailer park. I lived in the trailer because it gave it, I moved there because it was the only place that I could afford as a single mom. And I, I moved there because I wanted my kids to have the best schools. So remember I was sitting on the couch, sitting on the love seat and this love seat was the only thing that I had from the marriage and everything else in the trailer was like hand-me-downs or friends that were getting rid of furniture. And that can be overwhelming when you're in this position of feeling like, where do I go from here? I wanted love in my life. I couldn't find it. I already had one toxic relationship by that time. I was already divorced for a year. I already went through a a horrible, toxic boyfriend. And I just got out of, I got out of that relationship, um, which I will talk about on another podcast, by the way, it's quite the doozer of a story, but I was sitting there and I'm watching the ball drop and I'm cuddling with my kids and I'm sitting in this trailer 
And it can be really easy to focus on. I know you've heard me talk about this before, but it can be really easy to focus on the things that you don't have. And when we're focusing on the things that we don't have, it really is a terrible headspace to be in. Because when we focus on the things that we don't have, that's where jealousy, jealousy comes into play. That's where the comparison game comes into play. That's when all of these things are, all of this energy that we're putting out there isn't good. Because how could it be? Because you're constantly thinking of a mindset of lack, that you're lacking in all these different areas. And I was tired of being in that mindset. I was tired of being kick me, Kathy. I was tired of always like making these excuses on why I had the life that I had and always feeling sorry for myself. And maybe, you know, I think that every woman kind of, we all go through this headspace of feeling sorry for ourselves, but this was, I got to my point, I got to this point where I was just feeling really bad. And I had this moment, I was sitting on this love seat and I thought to myself, I'm so grateful for this love seat. I'm cuddling with my kids. And in that moment, there was I can't even tell you what came over me other than a light bulb moment saying to myself, okay, I'm not, this isn't who I'm going to be. I'm so much greater than this. I can offer so much more. I know that I have so much more potential. I was really unhappy at my job and I was lonely because I wasn't, I wasn't in a relationship. I was raising my kids. I definitely didn't want to be living in the trailer park. There's nothing against women who live in a trailer park, but it is, I mean, it wasn't where I wanted to be. And the only person, the only woman that was going to get me out of that situation was myself. But to consistently be there in a, in a state of lack of being like, I wish, and I want, and I want, but not doing anything about it wasn't going to get me anywhere. Wasn't. So I decided in that moment, I my kids, I'm culling with my kids. My kid's notebook is there. And I grabbed my kid's notebook and I opened it up and I wrote 2009 at the top. And I wrote down, what are all of the things that I accomplished in 2009? What were all of the things that looking back that I said, I did that? Because I, I know as a single woman, we don't have necessary when you don't have a significant other, you don't necessarily have like this support system, even though you might have your parents or your sisters or your brothers or your aunts and uncles. Right. But when you, when you're on your own, you feel there are moments that you feel truly on your own. And when we're able to navigate and accomplish things on our life, in our lives as a single woman, it's important to reflect on those things. Because if we see everything that we've done, it reminds us of how far we've come. And since I was able to do all of these things as a single mom, and that, that was the year that I moved, that was the year that I decided that we deserved better. That was the year that, you know, my divorce was finally over. Like there were big milestones and I, and I dumped that boyfriend, right? There were big milestones that happened that year that I sat there and I'm like, okay, no, wait a minute. I'm not going to sit here and feel sorry for myself and think about all the things that I don't have. I want to focus on the things that I was able to do in my life that got me to sitting here cuddling on this love seat that once belonged in a house where I didn't want to be. I think it's important to reflect because it's in these moments where we, where we realize how far you've come that 
this is where we recognize our strength. And I, it's, it's funny because I even had a conversation with one of the women, um, in the peacock room recently. So she just joined a month ago. And I feel like, you know, this is one of the reasons why I always go back to journals. So as I'm journaling, I'll go back to the where where I was a year ago. And it could be really easy for us to forget how far we've come in our progress. And that's part of my job as a coach. So I shot her a little video. I'm like, remember your, your month one goal was this, and you were able to achieve it. And so it's my job to be like, Hey, these are the things that you're accomplishing. These are the things that you're achieving because you'll forget because again, we can get into a state of mind of constantly focusing on what we don't have instead of focusing on everything that we do within ourselves and how powerful we are and how far we've come and look at all the things that we're able to achieve. So that's what I want you to do. This New Year's, I want you to sit down and reflect on 2021. And I might share with you what I, my list, so I do this every year, but I don't write it down on a piece of paper. I write it down in my journal. I reflect on the past year and I... And I actually do this now by month because this is how powerful this practice is for me. So I will not, so I started, um, you know, doing with the year and now I started just this year, actually doing it every month. So at the end of every month, what did you all accomplish this at the end of this month? And then I'm going to go into step two here in just a second. And then there's a second step that you're going to move in moving forward. And this is where you may say, oh, maybe this is like a new year's resolution, but it really isn't. Okay. So step one, focus on everything that you've done, everything that you've accomplished you as the single powerhouse woman, beautiful soul that you are, what are all the things that you've accomplished in 2021? And I want you to write those things down. Okay. So that's step one. When we write down everything that we've done, this becomes a source of power. This becomes a source of that we're able to go back to. This becomes a source of building up of of our confidence, understanding our true power, understanding that have everything that we have in life. This is basically a list of gratitude to you. I know we talk about gratitude a lot in coaching, but gratitude is so important because we must be grateful for ourselves and our journeys and how far we've come in order to honor where we're going. It's true. So that's what I want you to do. Step one is I want you to go through your list and I want you to list down everything that you were able to accomplish in 2021, write it down. Okay. Step two. So when I, after I wrote down this list of everything that I was grateful for, for myself, everything that I was able to accomplish in 2009, 2010, what am I going to accomplish in 2010? Now this is what for you, 2022, what are you going to accomplish in 2022? This is not a resolution list. I think I want to make sure and put a huge gigantic asterisk next to all of this. This is not a resolution list. That's not what this is. I actually don't really believe in them because they are a form of self-sabotage. You're going to make a list. You're going to set yourself up for disappointment. This is why we already made a list for 2021 to remind you of the badass that you are so that we can move into 2022 and set you and keep you motivated to keep you going and to not set you up for disappointment and failure so that you feel like you're failing that's not what this is. Okay. So 2022, this is what I want you to do. I want you to focus on how you want to feel at the end of 2022. So how do you want to feel? Okay. So 2022, I want you to focus on how do you want to feel at the end of the year? So let me just give you an example. If you want to feel empowered, 
So what I did in 2010 was that I was really unhappy at my job, really unhappy. So at the end of two, at the end of 2010, I wanted to feel more empowered within myself, meaning that I was pursuing or I was doing something that I was proud of. So what is that? What did that mean for me? Okay. So that's what I wanted to feel at the end of 2010. So what do I need to do? What actual items do I need to do in order to feel that way? Put my resume together, apply for new jobs. Now, I think it's important to not be like, I'm going to apply for one job each week. That's not what this is. I want you to include just very little baby steps in order to achieve how you want to feel at the end of the year. This is not about you losing 25 pounds. This is not about you getting so many dollars in your bank account. It's this, that's not what this is. We're not talking about numbers because this is when you are purposely will sabotage yourself because you're not able to achieve whatever number that you have that you're putting out there, whatever number that is, and you're not able to achieve it, then you're setting yourself up for failure. And then you're just going to be like, forget it. And you're just going to cross off all the rest of the list and just walk away. That's not what we want. We want you to focus on how you want to feel and you take those steps backwards. Now, if one of the things you want to do is feel more healthy, it's not, I want to lose 50 pounds to feel more healthy. What are the things that you want to do to feel more healthy in your life? I want to start movement. Okay. How can you start moving your body? What type of things bring you joy when you move your body? Okay. I want to take, I want to explore a salsa class. Excellent. So you know that you're going to enroll in a salsa class, not I'm going to roll in a salsa class every Wednesday and I'm going to make sure and go every week. No, you can see that you just make a list of these little itty bitty baby steps that ultimately are going to get you to the end result of how you want to feel at the end of the year. And this is something I work with all of my clients, Peacock Room and Panther Room. When they talk about love, how do you want to feel at the end of six months? How do you, how do you want to feel about love? How do you want to feel about your life at the end of six months? How do you want to feel about your life at the end of the year? How do you want to feel about it? And what actionable items can you put on this list to help you achieve this feeling? Because we're women, we're feelers. And it's important for us to anchor our feelings into actionable items. And if you know that your ultimate goal is to feel this way at the end of the year, that you're going to be more motivated to be able to do these things on your list in order to achieve this feeling. Now, here's the kicker. I do this every year. Okay, these are all the things that I want to accomplish to, in order to feel the way that I want to feel at the end of the year. When you sit down with yourself at the end of the year, you bring this list back out. So here's what you do with these lists. If you're not a journal writer, that's okay. You take these lists and you put them somewhere intimate for you. I used to hang them in my closet. I had my list from 2009 in my closet and my list from 2010. So that every time I went to get dressed, I reminded myself what an incredible badass I was, be able to accomplish all those things in 2009. And these are all the things that I want to be able to accomplish in 2010 and so on and so on. So as I was, as I would go through the year, I'd be like, oh, I got that done. And I would mark it off, mark it off on the list. Now you can put this like in a drawer of your vanity. You can put this on your bathroom mirror. You can put this 
wherever you want to put it, you can put it in your journal, you can put it in your phone, however you do your notes, I get it. But I think what's important is, is for you to constantly remind yourself at the beginning of this year, you want it to feel a certain way at the end of the year. And these are the actual items that your past self really wanted you to do in order to feel this way. Now, are things throughout the year going to change for you? Yeah, guaranteed. Guaranteed. 100%. 100% going to change for you. Are some of these items on your list, are you not going to be able to accomplish them? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, this is what happens. So I do this, I do this every year. So I'll sit down with myself and every month I'll sit down with myself. Okay. What did I accomplish? What did I accomplish this year? Was I able to do all these things that I wanted to at the end of last year? And if I didn't, you give yourself grace. You say to yourself, this is the whole part of loving you and paying attention to you. You say to yourself, are these things still important in order to achieve my end result of being, of feeling this way? And if they're not, then that's a celebration. If you weren't able to achieve those things, then, and you don't want to anymore, then that's a celebration. If you still want to achieve those things on your list, then you move them from that year to the next year. There's no timeline on when you need to accomplish these things. The important thing is that you're having this conversation with yourself. You're putting yourself out there to you. You're being in a state of vulnerability to yourself to being like, this is how I want to feel. And these are the things that I want to do in order to achieve them. And if I, if I'm not able to achieve them, it's okay. I can carry them on to the next year or realize that I'm much better or I've grown so much more than these items on my list. I don't need to do them anymore. That's usually what ends up happening to me. I bet you when I go through my list of 2021, there's probably a bunch of stuff on there that I didn't accomplish, but I didn't need to because, you know, life has a way of directing us and going in different ways. And I, and taking different journeys. And I feel that these lists are just continuous reminders that you love yourself, that you love yourself and you are seeking out a true connection with you and paying attention to you and listening to that higher self of knowing that you are deserving of more of your own life. And the only woman that's going to be able to do this for you is you. So that's what you need to do. Step one, make a list of all of your accomplishments of list of gratitude from the year of 2022, 2021, excuse me, 2022, make a list of how you want to feel at the end of the year and all of those actionable items that you can do to help you feel that way. And that's it. And hang them somewhere where you can access them to remind yourself of the incredible woman that you are. And that remind yourself, because here's the thing, there are going to be moments in 2022 where you are going to get in that mindset of lack of wishing and wanting and, and not feeling worthy of, and you can go back to both of these lists and say to yourself, okay, that's how great, look how much I accomplished last year. And look at all of these things that I want to do for myself this year, because I love myself. Do not put a number on this list. I want this pounds. I want this money. I want no number needs to be on this list at all. Take a feeling and backtrack. What are the baby steps that you can take in your life in order to feel this way? You want a new job? Okay, well, you know, you got to start with 
updating your resume. After you update your resume, what's the next step? Okay. I have to apply for a job. Okay. What kind of jobs do you want to apply for? I want to apply for these kinds of jobs. Don't say I'm going to apply for five jobs within one week and I better have a job in one month. Don't do that. Don't. It's setting yourself up. It's setting yourself up for failure and it won't work. Say, I want to be able to, I want to update my resume. No time. Do it. I, the only time frame that you have is that you're going to reassess at the end of the year. And that is it. <sighs> All right. I make these lists every year. I, I might share my list with you next episode. Um, I might share my 2021 list because you might be surprised on how far, like how different my life led me this year to lead me to here with you. So, um, yeah, so I might just do that. All right, my love. Well, we are wrapping up 2021 and I am certainly thankful for you and thank you so much for being here and for listening and for sharing a part of your life with me because that's what you're doing by listening and allowing me here. So thank you so much. And if you are watching on YouTube, hello, what's up, my love? Please make sure to like, subscribe, and follow and click the bell so every time a brand new episode is uploaded that you are the first to know. And if you're listening on Apple and Spotify, thank you. I always love it if you would rate and review and subscribe so that every time a new episode is there that you can grab onto it and listen to it right away. And there are big, huge things coming your way, 2022 international retreat, anybody it's coming. So you want to make sure and be in the know. So come and follow me at Kat Cantrell, both on Facebook and on Instagram, because there are big things coming. All right, my love. Thank you so much again for being here. Happy new year. Have a wonderful holiday season. Remember to give yourself the gift of time and space. And remember true love is waiting for you. And I will see you next time. All right. Bye.